This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities and organisations that we mention. Welcome back to another episode of Our Circle. I'm Rhiannon. And I'm Jess. I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so welcome to our first episode of Film Club. <laughs> I want this to be a semi-regular episode that we do and I think we'd planned to do this actually in our first season but the I don't know the episode just didn't work. So we want to talk about some of our favourite films and TV shows that we're watching at the moment to share with you all and hopefully you can enjoy them and you know let us know what you think of them and maybe you can let us know yours as well I don't know if anyone knows this but I'm a bit of a film nerd <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited I can just I can talk about films for so long and tv shows I think Jess is more of a tv person and I'm more of a film person I feel like would be semi-fair to say yeah I think so but yeah, we both love both <laughs> yeah I think it's due to time for me I think yeah. like with a tv show it's easy to kind of watch your 20 minute episode and then like move on to something else if you have to but the film I feel like I don't love pausing it in the middle and coming back to it you can watch the whole thing don't you yeah absolutely I, I'm so like greedy I want that's I think I think I like the film because I'm like yeah more 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah but then again saying that I suppose tv shows are longer so anyway so let's get straight into it um I think it makes sense for me to talk about this film just because I've watched it at least five times this week and I think I haven't stopped talking about it to anyone who will listen so I'm just going to put it out there so basically I'm a big fan of BTS (laughs) they are a boy band (laughs) (laughs) they are the biggest boy band in the world but I think a lot of people still don't know about them in the UK I don't know how but they but anyway and they um, are a huge Korean pop band, so a K-pop band, and they recently have gone on a sort of like a break so that they can focus on their own careers, but they're still a band and still come back together and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, a couple of <laughs> a couple of um, days ago, I suppose just over a week ago or so, I was feeling really down, and usually I love listening to BTS to cheer me up, but then I felt even more down because I was like, oh, they're not together, I miss them. <laughs> and then I <laughs> logged on to Disney+. Plus. And they had released a two hour and 11 minute concert of theirs that happened in LA in 2021. And I was just like, oh my God. And I, sorry, but I felt so excited. I nearly cried. I think I did tear up at moments, but it was just so exciting to see because it was their first like big tour, I think, since the pandemic. So there was going to be a lot of, I guess, not not necessarily changes, but I suppose the way that I thought the audience might have been so for example like people wearing masks stuff like that I think I can speak for a lot of people that when you see live music and people uniting together through music it's so special I think it's like such a magical thing Jess and I've gone to so many concerts together and I always get like tingles when we're seeing someone live it's just such a fun feeling yeah and I think when you're watching that on a tv you're not always sure if you're going to get that same feeling and the way that they shot this I I was just like so (laughs) I felt like I was there I was so excited for everyone in the audience and when you saw how they all screamed and reacted I was just like oh my god I I got so like um butterflies and goosebumps all over me and I wondered how I could get people to watch this (laughs) because I thought you know it might not be everyone's thing listening to k-pop it's half in english and half in korean 
I don't know, some people get put off music if they can't follow along with lyrics and stuff. I personally don't ever care about if I understand the lyrics or not. I'm always into music. So I'm just like, yep, sure. I'm going to dance along no matter what. I got my brother to come down. I was like, look at this. And he's into them, but not in the same way as I am. He enjoys the music, but I was just like, you have to see them perform this live. I haven't been able to make him sit down for the whole two hours solid, but I got him to watch different parts of it. And he's like, this Sixth is time sick. lucky this week. <laughs> but he was like, this is sick. If they come here, I'll, I'll go and see them live with you. Ooh. That made me so happy because I was like, oh, good. This isn't just in my brain and I'm acting like a 15-year-old here. And I mean, I am acting like a 15-year-old. <laughs> but I wanted someone else to validate that watching this film and showcasing a band and how they unite a whole crowd of people but also their whole fan base in this way I just think so magic to watch so whether Mm -hmm. you're into them or not I think just giving it a try just to get that vibe is amazing and you also get um, a couple of behind the scene moments so when they're sort of doing a what's it called like a when their costume change shows behind the scenes so then say for example getting off like the the stage that goes up and down in the floor or whatever it shows them coming off that and quickly running to their dressing room to change mm. and you're seeing how exhausted they are and like the sort of scars that they've got from accidents and all this sort of thing and you're just like oh my god they're going through so much to be able to put on such a great performance and then the second they're back on stage you're just like oh flawless it's just amazing so I just would really recommend watching that <laughs> I know I sound stupid, but I I really don't care. I, it's such a good show to watch, and I've had the reason I've watched it so many times is because I've watched it where I've watched it solidly, and then I've also had it on in the background where I'm like just dancing away whilst doing some work or something or like mm. making dinner. Like it's it's one of those things that's just so enjoyable. And funny enough, I know that you might roll your eyes at this, Jess, but I genuinely think you'd love it because I was watching it thinking if Jess and I were at this, she would be going mental. I just know it. It's no, just... no, I wouldn't roll my eyes at that. I, I have listened to the, some of their music before and I must admit I was only introduced to them through you. I'm pretty sure you told me to listen to them and Blackpink. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, right, right. We won't go. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry. <laughs> I know my limit. But, um, but and obviously they did that song with Coldplay. Oh, I've cried so, listening to that um, this week. Yeah, I was I absolutely love that song. It gives me it's it's like you were saying, if you like a band or whatever you, and you just get that vibe, like if you listen to their music, it can just make you feel a certain way. And when I listen to that song, it makes me literally get up and dance. Like I, it makes me so happy. And so to imagine like a whole concert like that and like they must be the biggest band in the world for a reason right they must make a lot of people feel a certain way so yeah I'd totally be up for 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 watching it I might regret saying that (laughs) (laughs) I won't force it I won't I won't but if you tell me that you're about to watch it like give me some warning so I can watch it at the same time or with you (laughs) just play right (laughs) no truly I think like I've said if you're not into that music I get it but it's the message behind it all. They're so yeah. big on inclusivity and everyone being together and being kind to each other. And it, it's just such a positive message. And then it, they're gorgeous and that they like have amazing <laughs> dance moves. And it's, oh, it's just oh everything I could want. And I would like to marry Jungkook. So if he hears this, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there right now. <laughs> anyway, Jess, tell me about your film. Um, I wouldn't say it's a film that I was in love with. It's just one that I've watched most recently, so I thought I'd talk about it. It's called Don't Worry Darling. It's the new film that Olivia Wilde pr- 
produce i want to say um and there's been a lot of drama in the in the media just based around the actors and some of them not turning up to interviews and all that kind of thing Mm. Um, so it's getting a lot of media attention at the moment and obviously harry styles is in it so he's got a whole fan base in itself that are just going to go wild for anything that he's in i can't remember Um, what his fans are called oh that's a good question actually i'm not sure look it up while you keep going (laughs) okay so yeah anyways i won tickets on my o2 priority app to go and see the film like an early screening the day before it came out i for some reason i didn't read anything about it before i went and i thought for some reason it was going to be a rom-com i don't know why because the picture on the poster is like a couple lying in bed so i just assumed which I shouldn't have done. I um, just felt awful for you when you said that. I had no idea that you didn't know what you were... And I was quite surprised, actually, when you said that you are going to it. I was like, oh, maybe she's like more of a Harry Styles fan than I realised or something. Like, <laughs> I just... Yeah, no, I'm not. But, okay, cool, free film. Like, why not go? Mm. And then I was just, like, very unpleasantly surprised when I got there and it was a psychological thriller. And I was sat through this film, literally hiding behind Joe. I was so petrified <laughs> I just thought it was I'm very sensitive to, to sort of horror films or I think psychological thrillers are the worst because they just mess with your head don't they and it wasn't the most enjoyable I did have preconceptions before going in there because I told some friends of mine that I was going to see it and they were like oh I've heard that Harry Styles's performances are very good so I kind of went in there thinking okay Harry's not gonna be <laughs> Harry's great gonna be actually. shit but yeah, here we go like yeah, it'll be fun yeah exactly I was like okay whatever I didn't think he was he had the worst acting in it I think he he did fairly well considering he's you know first and foremost he's a singer he's a music artist but the only thing was that his accent was changing throughout the film that's where yeah that I really struggle with with actors when they do that I'm like come on now commit yeah like be consistent like at least like if you're gonna stick (laughs) to your your job if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna stick if you're gonna stick to your northern accent fine do it but then don't turn american halfway through because that's oh very very odd very odd but no i say that i didn't enjoy it but i've thought about it a lot in the past few days since i've seen it like i do go back to thinking about it i'm like oh okay that was very interesting the way that that was shot or the way that that actor was i thought that florence Pugh, i think that's her name I thought she was really good in it. I found myself today looking up on YouTube about the drama between Olivia Wilde and and the rest of, or well, and Florence Pugh, I guess, and mm. um, just trying to find out like what it was and like I kind of try and imagine myself on on set with the actors. I don't know if you ever do that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah always. Thing. Yeah, so I was thinking like, oh, I wonder what it was like because apparently Harry and Olivia would just like disappear for for long periods of time, like because yeah. they're in, in a relationship. Um, and obviously, and obviously that didn't... was so many people at the time didn't know that Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis had split. So yeah, I mean that's a bit uncomfortable, I guess, for the crew. If yeah, they didn't I know don't that. know whether Florence is friends with Jason or what. I don't know, but I think she was particularly felt uncomfortable with it, and it was just, I guess, assumed that that Olivia had cheated on Jason right. with Harry. Yeah. So yeah, a load it's of a shame. It's, it's kind of a shame when things outside of a movie affect how people's viewing experience i guess yeah like how they're gonna go in already not feeling or feeling some kind why of way they've, cho- they've chosen not to fuel it i think no one's commented on it or tried to avoid commenting on it obviously is it shia shia LaBeouf, like he leaked the, that video of 
Olivia Wilde saying something about calling Florence Miss Flo. Oh, I haven't I haven't um seen that, but I was gonna ask you, I don't know how familiar you are with Shia LaBeouf like as an actor, but I wondered if you could have pictured him in that role that he was meant to be doing. Mm. It was wasn't it for Harry's role? Yes, it was. And apparently Olivia Wilde made out that Shia gave her an ultimatum and said it's either Florence or myself and so and that she chose Florence. Yeah. Um, like because they their personality clashed or something like that. Okay. And that Shia's kind of vibe on set wasn't what Olivia wanted. Okay. Whereas Shia then leaked the video of Olivia asking him, "Oh, please give it a shot." All of this and some messages, I think. But I don't want to give anyone spoilers. But there's a part in the film where things sort of take a dark turn, and you start to realise that Harry Styles's character is not who he was portrayed to be throughout most of the film. Right. And things start to, you start to understand why things are a certain way. And when it starts to, started to take more of a darker turn, that's when I was like, oh, okay, that's where I can see Shia coming in. Like, <laughs> I don't know him that well as a character, but I know there's always some co- controversy around him. Right. And I can picture him in a bit more of a kind of darker role personally just from like first glance not knowing much about him but no I did I think when I first came out of the film I was like oh my gosh I'm not gonna sleep tonight like this is kind of scary but the fact that I've gone back to it and started thinking about it over the past few days I'm like okay maybe it has made a little bit of an impact on me Mm. but now we're talking about films we're really like I know what one I'm gonna do for our next episode so well, t- tune in for oh, that one. What a, um, talk about putting us on a cliffhanger there. Cliffhanger. I don't know about you, but like there are old films that definitely have had more of a long-term impact on me and my life and kind of like as a viewer than modern films have. There are only a couple of modern films that have really touched me. And those are ones I'd like to speak about in the next in the next episode. But yeah, I'll leave I'll leave it on that note that I think I enjoyed <laughs> Don't Worry Darling but that was only <laughs> I wouldn't have chosen to go and watch it <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah under false pretenses <laughs> that's so funny okay well let's talk about a TV show and that actually is quite a nice segue for me there because you mentioned old things <laughs> um, I'm currently mm-hmm. into a really old TV show called The Golden Girls and I found this again on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is really coming in clutch for me like they're <laughs> really doing me a solid. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for anyone who has never heard of The Golden Girls it's one of the most famous sitcoms of all time and kind of put sitcoms I don't want to say on the map because that sitcoms had been around before then but the person who is in The Golden Girls is the reason that sitcoms exist and that is Betty White. I'd heard of this uh, TV show probably throughout my whole life and had never watched it and if you're hearing me say this for the first time or mentioning the Golden Girls for the first time you are probably going to start realizing that every TV show you've ever watched has a reference to it they mention it bring it up in conversation they will mention the actors or actresses in it I, I can't think of one TV show that I've watched that hasn't referenced them so that's wow. so why I'd started watching it a few weeks ago and my brother had just sort of come downstairs, seen that I was watching it, asked a bit about it. And then he went upstairs to go and watch an episode of This Is Us. And This Is Us was watching Gilmore Girls, not Gilmore Girls, <laughs> Golden Girls, <laughs> <laughs> the, the original Gigi. <laughs> um, so, you know, it creeps into everyday life. <laughs> I really, really love it. It is about four 
women, four older women living together in Miami, three who are best friends and one who is the mother of one of the three women. So they're sort of in their 60s and 80s. And they're all single because they're either they're uh, partners have passed away or they've you know got divorced later on in life and it's just them navigating their life together as best friends getting old and it's really really funny it's sort of dated at moments but if anything it's actually very forward thinking for its time they were kind of known for pushing the boundaries in the era that it, so it came out in the 80s i think around 85 i could be wrong don't hold me to that but at that time you know there are certain things that weren't discussed or or even tried to be um, mentioned on tv in shows things like that and betty white is kind of known for being quite a um trailblazer for things like that she was known for i think she sang or danced with a black guy in the 60s or maybe even earlier and someone said to her you can't do that and she basically said fuck off and did it anyway and then her show got cancelled or something like that for it Mm. but you know i love that these pillars in the showbiz world have continued sticking true to themselves and trying to do things like that so while there are moments where you're like oh that's a bit unacceptable to say now or a bit like a a weird thing to hear at times Mm -hmm. the show itself when you put yourself in like where they were at at the 80s is actually very forward I think a lot of the jokes hold up I think it's really easy to watch so if you're having a bad day it's not there's nothing nasty happening in it it's all pretty hilarious and it's very witty and smart and very quick so I'd highly recommend watching that and I'm currently loving it as I'm someone who gets a little bit nervous at times when traveling on trains and like long journeys and if I've got my phone where I can just quickly download an episode to just get me through like a good 20 minutes of a journey. Golden Girls is going on. <laughs> it's been really helpful. <laughs> I'm really intrigued because that's from what you described, it it gives me a little bit of Grace and Frankie yes. vibes. Yes, very much like, like Grace and Frankie vibes. Very much oh. just from so the I feel 80s. like I like it then because I really like Grace and Frankie. So. Yeah, it's it, it's not... um. The difference with Grace and Frankie, for anyone who hasn't seen it, that isn't like a in front of a live audience or in a set where people are sort of doing the laughter track sort of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. it's very obvious, sort of, you know, like how Friends is, that was obviously done in front of a live audience mm-hmm. where you have the laughter and stuff. That was what uh, I keep wanting to say Gilmore Girls, Golden Girls, <laughs> <laughs> Golden Girls was. And yeah, it's just brilliant. And they're such sort of strong characters as well. I'm not going to be giving anything away here like by describing the characters, but you've got the mother who is an Italian woman. Well, she, she was born in Sicily and then moved mm-hmm. to New York. So she's a woman who sounds like she's from New York, but she'll always be referencing Italy and her mm-hmm. time like during the war and stuff like that. So obviously very sturdy, strong and feisty. And then her daughter, who's very strong, feisty, but a bit more uh, less blunt at times, I guess, than maybe her mother, but still blunt <laughs> yeah. compared to the other two. You've got another woman who is single and loves to date, loves to date anything with a pulse. And it's hysterical to watch, <laughs> especially when it's coming from an older woman. I don't, I don't know why. because And that's the other thing that I always loved about Grace and Frankie is like the idea to normalize the older women and older people can still date and want the sex life and stuff like that so Mm. it's sort of reinforcing that idea which is hilarious and then you have Betty White's character who's actually my least favorite character in the whole show (laughs) she's a complete square meaning she's just from like she's a country bumpkin she doesn't really know much about life in many ways and she's she's very sweet but there's not like 
there's not crazy amounts to her. And then suddenly she might throw in a random curveball and you're like, what did she just say? <laughs> and you just laugh your head off. And it's just very easy to watch. And then there's a couple of like recurring characters like ex-husbands and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I highly recommend it if you just want something easy to watch and something that you don't have to take too seriously. I'd definitely recommend The Golden Girls. What about you, Jess? Good. <laughs> Uh, my one is Impractical Jokers. It's one that I just go to, it, again, like if, if I want an easy watch, I'm winding down in the evening and I just want something funny, silly, non-offensive most of the time um, <laughs> to watch. Have you ever watched it? I don't know if I'm thinking of the right thing. Tell me about it. Impractical Jokers. So it's four guys. They actually went to high school together. So they've known each other like all their lives, pretty mm-hmm. much. And um, they just do pranks basically on like are they american yeah yes i do know i was thinking of taskmaster for some reason because you'd said that that was another thing that you watch with joe isn't it yeah it's more joe's thing than mine yeah okay um... so not that yes i i have i don't know if i've watched a full episode but i've seen enough to know what they do yeah and i just think it's hilarious i just think that they are very funny people they all have their own personalities and they're both their own quirks and like things that they're scared of and things like that and they all play up to it so they basically have a scoring system throughout each episode so if someone fails to do a task they might have an earpiece in and they're um one of the other guys are telling them to to say something to a stranger or do something and they're like there's no way i can say that they'll uh, be on the loser board and kind of lose that episode and then at the end they have to do like a forfeit so if someone's really scared of spiders or whatever they might do like a like a challenge to do with that or something yeah they they're like basically like punished for it at the end of the episode right okay but it's just it's just really feel good kind of easy watch and I really really enjoy it and I just think it's just so almost childish that that it, I, you know, it sounds yeah. like it sounds a bit like jackass like a tamer version of jackass yeah I think so from what you've said I've never watched it but from what you've said they do the premise of it sounds very similar it's but just it's a just bunch really... of friends who are being silly together really and just doing yeah. pranks and it's really nice because I feel like you feel like you're part of their friendship group sometimes because they yeah. they've all they've known each other for so long and they've just they they share their like memories and like funny stories and stuff they had together growing up. I just really like it, so I think I definitely recommend that for anyone who's not not watched it. And that's just on Comedy Central. That's like on there like all the time. So or I'm sure you can find it online. But yeah, highly recommend. I feel like things like that. So where it's a friendship group of some mm. sort and you're watching it it you definitely get that feeling like you're part of their friendship group because you're being you're, you're they're sharing those moments with the viewer so therefore yeah. you sort of feel like you're part of it and you get invested I think it's a very uh, from a producer po- point of view it's a smart way to grip an audience because you're instantly yeah. invested in, and you try to relate to one of the people in a group mm. that's probably mm. why Golden Girls as well because that's a group yeah <laughs> yes, it's a group <laughs> <laughs> no group and uh what's the thing you called darling something oh yeah it's kind of a really ma- a messed up group so yeah that'll be why you that. didn't love it then <laughs> <laughs> well i think we'll leave it there but i'm very keen to keep doing episodes like this where we talk about some of our favorite films because there's a very very long list <laughs> and of tv shows as well so <laughs> let us know if you've seen either of the films or tv shows that we've spoken about and what you're currently watching at the moment are there any recommendations that you want to give us i think we'll probably put this on our story actually so once this episode comes out we'll put on our story a little um on instagram 
something that you can let us know your recommendations and we can check them out and see if we've done them. So since movies and TV shows make us so happy, I wanted to dedicate this episode to a account and a organization i think is probably the best word maybe a business i don't know what the right word is for this company they're called the happy newspaper one of my girlfriends bought me a subscription to them and it's where you get four newspapers in a year filled with happy news from all over the world and they also deliver uh, internationally so it's something that anyone can have access to the newspapers themselves are teamed up with the eden project so each time a subscriber has received a newspaper they plant a tree to replace or help the environment which i think is great um and it's just filled with so many other brilliant things such as charities and there'll there'll be a list of charities that we'll be using for our dedications that i've got from from their newspaper because you know i've never heard of them before and i think what a great way to find out about other people in the world that need our help and just hearing about all the good things that are happening in the world so if you want to check them out you can go onto instagram at the happy newspaper and you can find their website um the happy thank you everyone for listening please make sure to like and subscribe and we will see you on our next episode bye, bye.